What is up, Thrive Tribe? It is your professor and chief energy officer, Jeremy Abramson, and I am super excited for another podcast. What a day. What a, what a blessing. What an opportunity we have to navigate through another day in this human experience, this video game where we get to be the main character. And I hope that your week is going well and I'm sending a lot of love to you, your loved ones, your family during these interesting times. And today's podcast is from a TikTok live that I did on Tuesday, January 26th. And I'm thinking of doing this at least once or twice a week, doing the live and then also putting it out as a podcast because I was noticing there are so many good questions during these live sessions. And I was thinking like, wow, I wish more people were hearing this because they were questions that were common and also very relevant to a lot of you. So I think it went pretty smooth. Like there wasn't that many awkward delays and stuff like that. I think you're going to enjoy this show a lot. We talk a lot about intermittent fasting, emotional eating. Uh, we, we talk a little bit about microdosing and just my mindset in general towards health. You know, one of the things I'm noticing is so many people continue searching for this magic pill in the formula of an exercise program or a diet or a certain food that's going to cure everything. And the truth of the matter is that doesn't exist. However, as I mentioned in Monday's show, consistency is king. I want you to focus on the committed actions that are going to move the needle forward for you and celebrate your progress because that progress is going to manifest into momentum and that momentum is going to manifest into motivation because once you see yourself creating results and keeping the promises to yourself, you're going to just want to keep going. It's going to feel so fucking good. So here is the Q&A right now. And again, please give me your feedback. Let me know how you like this format. If you hate it, let me know. If you love it, let me know. Um, you can leave a review for the podcast. And yeah, that helps a lot. So let's get to the show. All right, TikTok fam. Ask me any questions that you have about health, wellness, mindset, limiting beliefs, emotional intelligence. This is an open forum for you to get your questions asked. So do not be shy. I'm so grateful for this community that we're cultivating on TikTok. You know, over 400,000 beautiful souls that want to become happier and healthier. And I have so much love for each one of you. And I'm here to serve you. 
and help you and support you on your journey as much as possible. Now, Sammy Girl asked, what do you think about eating after 8 p.m.? This is a great question, Sammy. So I have a golden rule. And that golden rule is I don't eat three hours before bedtime. So I typically go to bed pretty early around 10 p.m. So I would not eat after seven. Now, a reason for that is because ultimately, ideally, optimally, when you're sleeping, your body is able to rest. And that includes your digestive organs and your intestines and your liver. They're working throughout the day. So at night, that's really their time to rest and repair. But instead, when you eat at night, they're working and they're working on digesting, metabolizing and processing. And usually the food that we eat late at night isn't the most ideal for our health anyways. So I always recommend doing your best to not eat within three hours of going to bed, especially if you want to implement an intermittent fasting protocol. And I know people have asked about intermittent fasting on this chat. So intermittent fasting can seem like a complex, challenging idea, but in reality, it's pretty simple. And most of the science about intermittent fasting is with the 16-8 protocol. And this is 16 hours in a fasted state where you can have water and coffee and then eight hours feeding, an eight hour feeding window. And this ideally is when you're packing in your nutrients, right? And, and your body is doing so much recovery and cellular repair in that fasted state. Now, this is also going to accelerate your fat loss and improve your mental cognition and other benefits like that. But if you think about intermittent fasting as not eating within three hours of going to bed and not eating anything within your three hours of waking up, that's six hours right there. If you're sleeping eight hours, that's 14 hours, which is pretty damn close to 16. And that's a great start. So for me personally, each morning I wake up, I have my ultimate elixir, which is 25 organic superfoods and adaptogens, and that really aids my metabolism and digestion. And I do my movement, I take my bath, I journal, and then I have my mushroom coffee 30 minutes after that. So I'm still in a fasted state, but I'm so satiated with all of the nutrients that I've ingested in the first hour of the day that I don't really feel the need to eat until 11 a.m., 12, 1. So I'm a big proponent of intermittent fasting because if you look at the science, if you look at the studies, if you look at the research, there's really nothing speaking about the drawbacks or the potential harm. Now, if you're pregnant or something like that, for sure, you want to be extra cautious. But I've seen intermittent fasting do absolute wonders. And I also feel like it helps people 
really build a better relationship with food. Because a lot of us are so addicted to the act of eating without even realizing it. And the reason for that is because food is emotional. There's certain foods, there's certain tastes, there's certain flavors, there's certain smells that take you back to childhood or to take or take you back to certain moments. Maybe every time you got an A on your report card, you got a bag of Funyuns. And every time that you scored 10 or more points in a basketball game, you got pizza. So you established all of these good moments and rewards with food. And that continues to manifest into adulthood. So it's interesting how we have these emotional ties to food and we have to reprogram the subconscious mind to really replace some of these habits with ones that actually serve us. And that's part of the work that I do with my clients. You know, when we talk about eating, when we talk about nutrition, I feel like most of us know what we should and shouldn't be eating, yet we still make the decisions that are very questionable. So why is that? It's because when you have something that's pulling at your heart, your emotions, your feelings, it's hard to compete with that. And then I just made a post today about how sugar and all of the fake sugars out there are just as addictive or potentially more addictive than things like cocaine. And I know that sounds extreme, I know. But you have to understand that it's acting, these sugars and and sugar wannabes are essentially acting the same way on your brain, on your dopamine system, which is your reward center. And basically, once you get a hit of that dopamine, you want more. And we have to understand that these Massive food companies, food in quotation, because oftentimes it's Frankenfood, they have tens of millions of dollars invested in food engineers that literally study the psychology of consumers. They know what is going to keep them coming back for more. And I'll never forget as a kid, I remember seeing those Pringles commercials and their slogan was, once you pop, you can't stop. Well, guess what? That's actually factual because there's different vegetable oils, different chemical agents in there that you can't stop at one or three or six. No, you're going to crush the whole fucking can. So understand that these food companies are powerful and they don't care about your health. They care about your money. So I went off on a little tangent from that question, but I hope that helped. Hey, Samantha, I didn't see your question. So if you want to repost it, someone asked, can you tell us your normal schedule? My normal schedule, again, I'm not going to dive into everything with my schedule, but, but, and the reason for that is because my schedule is very unique. Not many people have 
a similar lifestyle to me and I don't expect people to, right? However, I can tell you a couple of the most important things that I do that move the needle the most. So number one is I really preserve the first and last hour of my days. So the first hour I'm on airplane mode and it's completely dedicated to learning, moving, hydrating, nourishing my body and my mind and not getting pulled in any directions by any social media or email or any of that. And I do the same thing at night. I put my phone on airplane mode at 9 p.m. And I read, I journal, and I prepare myself for the next day. So those are the things that I'll mention that are really helpful for me. You have to create boundaries if you really want to create your dream life because there's always going to be people, things that are pulling you and doing their best to steal your attention. You know, we live in an attention economy. So if you don't have systems and structures and boundaries for yourself, you're going to get consumed by that. And to be fully honest and open and transparent, it's gotten harder for me because as you know, the numbers grow on social media and my profile grows and different people reach out and it's all a blessing. Like I'm super grateful for all of it, but it does come with repercussions. It does come with consequences. And if you're not prepared for that, it can consume you. Right. I mean, I get 50 to 100 DMs on Instagram every day. Um, I had to turn off my messages on TikTok because it was overwhelming. Right. And and there's other platforms that I'm on LinkedIn and, you know, people reaching out on community app. And it's a lot if you don't create boundaries for yourself. And I feel like a lot of people don't protect their time well. They don't protect their peace well. So. That is something that I would definitely recommend you guys to do is really look at your day. Like how much of your day are you reacting to other people, to other things, to external things? And how much of your day are you actually in control of? Are you doing the things that you want to, that they're going to move the needle with your health, your relationships, your business? So it's a great opportunity to really take accountability and take ownership and see like, hey, where am I right now? Is this a good path to be on for where I want to go? And if not, what changes do I need to make? You know, I'm always evaluating like, how am I spending my time? Where's my energy directed towards and how can I improve? How can I be more effective? Because ultimately, you know, I want to be able to show up in a powerful way for everyone in my life, including myself and do that consistently on a day-to-day -day basis. So Kauai Cali, that's amazing, that name. I don't know if you live in California and Hawaii, that's pretty dope. I have yet to come to Hawaii, but I plan on 2021 being the year that I pop my Hawaii cherry. Um, do I believe in calories in and calories out? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked that. So this has been, one of my biggest pet peeves, especially on social media, with you see all these fitness influencers and 
you know, weight loss experts talking, hey, you know, if you want to lose weight, it's just about the calorie deficit. You know, you have to burn more calories than you take in. And I'm not going to front or pretend to be a weight loss expert, but I really dislike the whole approach of calories in, calories out. I'll tell you why. Because it doesn't account for the quality of food. Okay, I had 1,500 calories and I burned 2,000. Cool, you're in a calorie deficit. Yeah, I guess you're going to lose weight, but you're filling yourself with fucking empty calories, with Doritos, Ho-Hos, and garbage. And you don't see those calorie deficit people talk about quality of nutrition very often. It's simply just about calorie deficit, which has no longevity implications. They're literally just focused on aesthetics. They're not focused on your mental health. They're not focused on your gut health. All of the real important things they are not even addressing. So I think it's extremely dangerous to have that type of approach. In addition, I feel like people who are counting calories begin to become very anxious about always counting and always staying in a calorie deficit. And ultimately food is supposed to be fun. Food is supposed to be enjoyed. And if you're always counting every fucking calorie, it's not going to be fun. It's going to add so much stress to your meals and to your food. And guess what? If you're stressed when you're eating, that's literally the worst state to be in because that means your cortisol levels are going to go up. It means your, your ease of metabolizing that food is going to go down and it just creates this really negative spiral. So sure, I think calories in and calories out can be a fine approach if you want to lose weight in a short amount of time. Like, hey, my wedding's next month and I want to drop 10 pounds. Okay. But if we're talking about long-term health and sustainable health, which is what I promote, which is what I'm all about, I don't support calories in, calories out. I don't have my clients count that, even if weight loss is a big goal for them. Instead, we focus on what are the committed actions that you're going to take to make that a reality, right? You want to lose 10 pounds by March 1st. Okay, what are the three things you can do every single day that are going to impact that and eventually make it happen, right? You're going to walk for 20 minutes every morning. You're not going to eat past 8 p.m. And you're going to make sure to stay hydrated throughout the day. Perfect. Awesome. Now we have some systems in place and you're likely going to be successful and hit your goals. Thank you for these questions. I really appreciate you guys showing up in a powerful way on TikTok. And if you're listening on the podcast, I really appreciate you as well. You know, I'm doing my best to provide as much value for this amazing community we're cultivating. And I also want to be efficient with my time, right? So I'm doing a TikTok live. I have the mic set up. I have GarageBand going because I want to impact more people. And I feel like this is a great way to do it. And I hope everyone's getting value who's watching and listening. So someone asked, would you try ayahuasca respectfully asking? 
So I have done ayahuasca five times. It's been very transformational for me. I have a few podcast episodes where I've spoken about it. So if you want to hear more, uh, hit the link in bio and you can find those episodes for sure. But again, this is really big um, when you talk about ayahuasca, mushrooms, any plant medicine, including microdosing. Um, you need to know your why. You need to have a clear intention why you're doing this thing. And oftentimes people expect to get healed by taking this thing. Understand you are the medicine. You're gonna get a lot of valuable insights and information, but ultimately it's gonna come down to your ability to implement and really um, integrate all of your divine downloads into your life, which is the biggest challenge. And that's where all of the work really is. Connor Ruffin asked, do you offer a meal plan and fasting schedule like if I pay? So Connor, I only work with a few clients at a time. Um, I generally work with a lot of high level executive CEOs uh, who are successful in business. However, they oftentimes have sacrificed their health, their relationships to achieve financial success. So I help them realign and create that balance. Um, and yes, we do very personalized movement programs, nutrition, um, intermittent fasting is part of it, but it's a very deep program. And that's really the way that you have the best, most access to me. Each of my clients has my personal number. We talk almost every day. And then we have a weekly Zoom call as well and so much more. Um, and if you're interested in applying for that, you can just hit the link in my bio and we can see if you are a good fit. Again, it's really for people who are ready to make health and wellness their top priority. What up, podcast fam? I'm sorry to interrupt today's show, but I am super excited because I am finally accepting new applications for my 12-week one-on-one coaching program. In this program, we are going to take your health, your habits, your happiness to the next level. And guess what? You're going to have my personal number. I'm going to be holding you accountable every step of the way, calling you out on your shit, but also showing you the love that you need and deserve. So if this sounds like something that you want to step into, then I encourage you to DM me the word thrive at coach Jeremy 305 on Instagram. DM me the word thrive on Instagram if and only if you are ready to unleash your full potential in 2021. Now, let's get back to the show. Because here's the thing, just to continue on that point, I think a lot of people don't realize that once you improve and prioritize your health and your wellness and your energy levels, every other aspect of your life is gonna be positively impacted because now you're gonna have more energy. You're going to be in a better mood. You're going to be showing up in a more powerful way for yourself. And that's going to be a reflection in every other relationship in your life. So if you are a CEO, you know, one of my clients who, who just enrolled recently, he has a 1000 plus person company. And he admittedly told me like, you know, I'm feeling like shit. And I was like, okay, 
Okay, great. I can't wait to address this and get you feeling so much more inspired and energized because every single person, your children, your wife, your your business is all going to flourish because you are nourishing your body and your soul. Someone asked, did I see the documentary about vegan athletes called The Game Changers? Your thoughts? Um, I haven't seen it. I've heard a lot about it. Um, to be honest, I watch so little TV and like movies and stuff. I, I definitely want to watch it. Um, here's my perspective though. You know, whether you're promoting vegan, keto, uh, paleo, um, plant-based, listen, there's way more similarities in the mindset and approach than differences. 85 to 90% of the principles are the same. It's like, you know, move your body, eat real foods, eat a lot of greens, eat a lot of fruits, you know, avoid sugar, avoid processed food. Like we can all agree on that. So I really wish that we wouldn't be so divisive and defensive about one or two differences and rather focus on the similarities we have. And I feel like that can go across the board with politics and and with all these other controversial things. It's like, can we just have a real conversation where people aren't getting so pissed and upset? Like, let's just talk and hear each other out. And, you know, I'm super open-minded. Like, if if being vegan works for you, and you feel healthy, you feel energized, amazing, incredible. And if you eat some, you know, grass-fed meat and you eat wild-caught salmon and you eat pasture-raised eggs and you feel great, awesome. Like there's not one way to skin a cat, there's many. I know. I realized after I said that, that skin the cat analogy might not go so well with the, uh, with the vegans. Someone asked rewarding system. Don't know what you mean. Oh, Sammy, hey. Someone said, you tripping right now. It's interesting that I get this a lot, um, especially on TikTok. People think that I'm like high on drugs or on whatever in my videos because they see Apparently my eyes don't blink much, which I've recently become aware of. Um, and they see my energy and they're like, yo, like this dude is on crack or something. And to be honest, I'm just super passionate about what I speak about, you know, and, and I guess that's what you see is my passion and my enthusiasm. Um, and I really wish that for everyone. I, I really wish everyone can find that thing that fuels them and inspires them. I have heard of the Institute of Integrated Nutrition, Kerrigan. I have heard of that. I've heard good things. Someone said, how do you know if you are an introvert? Interesting. Uh, really interesting question. I think we all have a little bit of both, you know, extrovert, introvert. You know, I think I'm actually a little misunderstood because people think I'm like super uh, like loud and center of attention, which is actually very true. Um, however, I do 
love my time alone. And I've really discovered that during this, fa- this, this year, uh, during, during COVID, you know, where I've been really forced to sit by myself more. And, and I've realized like, okay, maybe I was running away from being on my own with my thoughts, with my feelings and emotions, but I'm really learning to love these times and achieve inner peace. So, um, you know, I, I think oftentimes introverts or people who think of themselves as shy may have an insecurity from their youth about, you know, speaking up or expressing themselves. And um, so it's, it's a good opportunity to kind of just check in with yourself. Hey, Courtney, I'm just going to give a couple shout outs right now. Amazing, Sammy. I'm so proud of you for starting your health journey. It's awesome. And for anyone else who's starting their health journey and, you know, looking for answers or going through challenges or whatever it is, you know, a couple pieces of advice that I hope will bring value is just celebrate small progress. Like, don't get so obsessed about the outcome, you know, whether that's a weight loss goal or uh, to look a certain way or, you know, any of those things, like really just focus on consistency because ultimately consistency is going to reap so many rewards and benefits for you um, that are sustainable, that you can maintain. Kelly asked, what foods do you treat yourself to with, if any? I find it hard to eat healthy when you get. I'm so glad you asked this, Kelly. So I have a huge sweet tooth. Um, and I also believe that food should be fun. Like you shouldn't deprive yourself of anything. So a couple of the things that I really treat myself to consistently, almost every day, um, are high quality dark chocolate. Like there's nothing more enjoyable for me than my coffee in the morning, my mushroom coffee. And I have like a cold piece of dark chocolate that I put in the freezer the night before. And there's a couple brands I really like. Um, Hue is one of them. And uh, yeah, like people think of chocolate as candy, but real raw cacao is one of the biggest superfoods you can have for your brain, for your heart health. You know, it's flavonoids are going to be great for your brain health. And it also um, helps release nitric oxide in your body, which is going to generate blood flow and it's fucking delicious. So that's one big one for me. And then honestly, uh, what else? Um, man, there's a lot of things like I love sweet potato fries. That's like a big one for me. Uh, and just kind of, you know, like not holding yourself back, but like having the self-awareness at the same time, if that makes sense. All right, y'all, I am going to see if I can get back into these questions. Stand by. Jonathan asked, how are you so knowledgeable with health? Uh, I appreciate that, man. You know what's great about like being a health professional is that even though 
I'm knowledgeable, I still don't know shit. Like there's still so much I'm learning and still so, still so much that I don't know. And that's what is beautiful is because they, every day is an opportunity to learn more and grow, which is why I love it so much. But honestly, I've dedicated the last six years of my life to health, to wellness, to human optimization and performance. So not only have I taken a bunch of certifications and traveled to learn from the best teachers and practitioners in the world, but I've also put all of the things I've learned into practice and implemented them into my life, implemented them into my family's life, my client's life. And I just continue learning like every single day. I'm always, I'm like a sponge. I want to just soak up knowledge and share that knowledge with you. Ultimately, like having you listening and watching is really huge motivation for me because it's like, I have a purpose for learning. You know, it's to share it with others. I don't want to keep it to myself. What good is that? All right, guys, I'm doing my best to get to all of these questions. I really appreciate. All right, fam. Make more videos about food we should not consume. I actually took another one of those today at Costco, so I'll probably post it tomorrow night. So stay tuned for that. I appreciate you guys, all the positive feedback. I appreciate you. Crystal, hello. Karen, what's up? Brittany, hello, hello. Thank you so much for spending some of your evening with me. It really means the world. Someone said, someone said, do you think there are cons to microdosing? To be honest, uh, potentially, the, the truth of the matter is there's very little research about long-term ramifications of microdosing, right? Because it's a pretty recent phenomenon. However, the current science that's out there and the research there's nothing that would indicate that there are long-term negative effects from microdosing. Because if you look at what psilocybin specifically is doing on the brain, um, it's creating more neural connections. It's creating, um, it's creating more neural pathways. And a lot of times it's also increasing your white blood cell count. So there's a lot of benefits. Um, and, yeah, it's one of those things, again, I don't want people to become so dependent on something, right? Where it's like, I need this, I need this, I need this to function. However, it's straight from nature. And obviously, assuming you have a good source, like, okay, yeah, I think it's super, super, super safe. Um, and again, I'm gonna be launching a microdosing course in the next four to six weeks. So be prepared for that. Um, I'm going to make it really affordable so a lot of people can access it and, and learn more and be safe and be supported also. Someone asked, I'm surprised you drink coffee. Have you researched it? For sure. Coffee is actually one of the biggest superfoods. In fact, for Americans, for 90% of Americans, coffee is their number one source of antioxidants. 
And that shows the benefits of coffee. It also shows how shitty most American diets are. But if you get high quality coffee beans, coffee is an absolute superfood. Um, again, most people pile it with toxic cream, sugars, fake sugars, and it becomes candy. It becomes toxic, right? You go to Starbucks, you get your Frappuccino, you spend six bucks and it's like, really? Okay. I mean, listen, I get it. Those Frappuccinos are delicious, but there's no benefits to that, right? It's just sugar. Um, but if you do coffee the right way, it's an absolute superfood. And then you also want to keep in mind that half-life of caffeine is six hours. So what that means is let's say you have 200 milligrams of caffeine at 2 p.m., right? So that means six hours later at 8 p.m., you still have 100 milligrams of caffeine in your bloodstream. So that's going to make it very challenging to sleep. So you really want to be conscious of when you're consuming coffee. And again, is it something that you're dependent on? Like, do you need this coffee to function? For me, I've done little like week long, two week long um, coffee fasts where I don't drink coffee. And sometimes it's challenging, but most importantly, I love the routine of like making the coffee and, and dipping my dark chocolate in there. And I, I love that. And I think a lot of people also love the routine. It's just like part of their morning. Hey, what's up? Jeremy Salas. How are you, brother? Yes, Jeremy's Unite for sure. Cool mommy, thank you for the compliment. What is a coffee alternative? I like to do a golden milk. So I'll do like a nut milk, like oat milk or almond milk. Um, I'll mix that with cinnamon, turmeric, a little maple syrup, and then um, always my medicinal mushrooms. Uh, that That's great. And then there's things like matcha, um, tea. Uh, again, I personally like my coffee. All right, just going through, making sure I didn't miss any. Wow, if you're in San Jose, that's amazing. Message me on Instagram. If you're in the Bay Area, DM me Bay Area on Instagram and I'll um, I'll get back to you because I definitely want to have some meetups, like health, like safe meetups, like going on hikes, potentially microdosing. So if you're in the Bay Area, DM me Bay Area on Instagram and I'll make sure to get back to you. What do I do for a living? Um, I have a couple different uh, revenue streams, I guess you could say, but I really like to think of it as multiple impact streams. You know, a big chunk of what I do is my coaching, my one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh, and as I mentioned previously, I work with a lot of high-level executives and entrepreneurs on really optimizing their health and their and their fulfillment, really. So if you're interested in applying for that, by the way, you can hit the link in my bio. Um, in addition to that, I'm recording a podcast right now as we speak, and you can see the mics right there. So I'm a podcast host and, uh, and really just a kid trying to change the world. Um, <laughs> that's what that's what my mission is.
Daria Berry, Darilla, I hope I said that name right. Is it Darla Berry? You've been so much help and inspiration for me to get over my depression and start living. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Darla, message me on Instagram. I wanna share that message, that's so powerful. Thank you so much. And it's honestly, you know, I may have helped you, but ultimately you're doing the work, you're taking the action. So I acknowledge you for doing that, that's amazing. All right, y'all, three more minutes. It's almost 9.15. Someone said, I love you, but I don't agree. I love that. Listen, we don't have to agree. Like that's the beauty of this human experience is we all have our own stories, our own beliefs, our own opinions. And that's our right. Like we shouldn't all think the same, but we should be able to talk about our differences. We should be able to, you know, hear each other and listen, right? And and I think that's so important and not enough people are doing that right now. So I don't mind at all, like someone not agreeing with me, let's have a conversation and, and let's both, understand each other's perspective and, and learn and grow together. What's a good type of high quality coffee bean? I'm so glad you asked. So I don't have it with me, it's in the kitchen, but Purity Coffee is the highest quality fair trade organic coffee beans. And if you actually, um, DM me on Instagram. I'm just gonna use that as the call to action. DM me on, to, on Instagram and all caps put coffee and I'll send you a link to hook you up. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, I'll put it in the show notes. But Purity Coffee is definitely you know what I've been using for probably the last six months. And so good, so good. The founder was actually on my podcast. His name is, uh, his name's Andrew really knowledgeable, amazing guy. Um, yeah. So purity coffee is what I use. And they actually are sponsoring the podcast for the next three months. They're one of our sponsors. So shout out purity. And for those of you listening on the podcast, like, you know, it, it, I hope it will, if you don't know, I'll tell you right now, um, you know, it's almost been two years with the podcast and I haven't even taken on sponsors because I didn't want to lower the user experience. Like I didn't want to make it, I didn't want to be another podcast that had like seven minutes of ads. You know what I'm saying? And it's never going to be that. It's not going to be that. But I do understand like I'm putting a lot of energy, time, effort into creating something meaningful and I haven't tried monetizing it. And this is a great opportunity with an amazing brand that's very aligned. So they're gonna be hooking people up, I think 15% off, 20% off. So if you're listening to the show right now, um, just hit the link in the show notes and you can get hooked up. Yes, yes, Purity Coffee. DM me on Instagram though, cause I have like, a, I think 20% off and I can hook you up with that. Any last minute questions?
So I appreciate you pointing out the red dye. I think you're talking about red 40 in one of my videos. Yeah, just hit about 2 million views. So I'm, ju I'm just glad, you know, these videos that I'm putting out guys are really to educate and to raise awareness. Like I want you to make better decisions and I want you to understand how to read labels, you know, understand that these food companies, um, they don't care about your health, you know, I say that I'm talking about like most of these big food companies you see, whether it's Nabisco, Kellogg's, they don't give a shit about your health, right? They care about your money and they're paying millions of dollars to food engineers to literally hack your brain so you become addicted to their poison. And that's just a fact. <laughs> um, all right, fam, I am going to sign off. I love you so much. I... Uh, I hope you got some value and yeah, I hope you got some value from today. Um, podcast fam, TikTok fam, I really appreciate you. Like this is, you know, what it's all about is connecting, you know, commiserating um, and, and really just amplifying our health and happiness together. And that's what the planet needs most right now is to come together, have conversations, and really have compassion and operate from love rather than fear. All right, so I appreciate you so much. And I really do love you, you know? And um, yeah. All right, I'm getting emotional. Um, anyways, fams, I really appreciate you. I love you. You already know what time it is. It's time to stay woke and thrive. All right, fam, thank you so much for listening until the end of the show. You know, I really hope that you took at least one thing away from this episode big or small. And most importantly, I encourage you to implement that thing into your life. And I'd actually love for you to share with me what that one thing was. So tag me in your story on Instagram at coach Jeremy 305, and we'll continue the conversation and I'll show you some love. Like honestly, my DMS get blown up. I check them from my desktop computer like twice a day. And I don't respond to everyone, but if I see like, okay, you mentioned me, then I'll like open it up because I wanna see like, okay, well, what are they sharing? What impacted them? And that really impacts me and inspires me to continue going with this message and show up in a powerful way and be consistent and earn your trust. So thank you so much for showing up and really exchanging energy with me today. I really, acknowledge you for overcoming everything that you did in your past in 2020 and the fact that you are listening to my voice right now is a sign that you are committed to your growth and that genuinely is fucking awesome like your growth matters that is your priority and if this episode hits you and resonated with you again Hit me up on IG, um, 
subscribe to the show if you haven't already uh, and and leave a review. Leaving a review actually helps so much because I don't really know how all of the algorithms work for podcasting, but apparently it really helps. So if you have five, seven, 12 seconds to leave a review for the show, it would genuinely mean the world. I love you so much and make today great. Peace.